Okay, everyone. Thank you for watching. First of all, this is a free Friday class, but we think that this Friday, you're going to make a lot of money next week. So listen up. Title says what we really believe in. Deploy longs on gold, silver, uranium, commodities, and marine shippers. We said that we are bearish the economy. We said that we are bearish consumer discretionary. We are bearish on a lot of things, including retailers. I believe that everyone who shorted restaurants, retailers, had a huge jackpot this week. Congrats for those. I've seen how other people shared to me, wow, they shorted Target throughput options. Congrats. Uh, Walmart and Target had a very bad retail result, and those who had put options on them had a big money. We also saw consumer defensives going down this week, and we believe that it's going to fall further. Those Coke, Pepsi, put options, congrats and hold on. Even if the markets could rally, we believe that there is a huge money flow away from stocks and towards this sector only. Uranium, gold, silver, commodities, marine shippers. We continue to reiterate this. Let's begin. Okay, so tonight I continue will buy... I want to buy CCJ, uranium, $23. I want to buy some oil rig, drillers, such as rig, R-I-G. This is in conjunction with BORR, who, however, has gone up. I was buying BORR at $4. Nowadays, it's at $5.50. I was a little bit skeptical because of the bearishness of the market. I didn't know what to do. I did take profit on my board. At a, uh, I, I still made profits on it, but... Um, I was a little bit skeptical. That's why I went to cash. But now that the market is showing to me a clear path, a few weeks ago, I wasn't sure what the market was doing with commodities. I was surprised why commodities was falling with the overall market simply because the fundamentals of commodities remained intact. There is a huge shortage in your oil. There is a huge shortage in your precious metals. Or rather, we believe that inflation hedge is really going to happen towards precious metals. This week, we have seen that confirmation. I've seen the dollar topped out. I saw gold got supported. It was retested. There was a failure of breakdowns. And so I can tell you with high 90% probability conviction that this is where the money is flowing into. Our hunch was right. And so we will reiterate the buys. Buy uranium. FSM is for tuna silver mines. We're buying that. NEM is the largest gold, um, buying that as well. Nat is a small cap Nordic American tanker that is actually uh, doing a lot of buybacks at $2. And um, we think that the dips recently about $220 to $240 was an opportunity to buy. We saw earnings was very good as well for Nat. Any dips of Nat we will be willing to buy. We think it's going to go $350 or $4. Wheaton Precious Metals also buy. It's doing $41.48. I might modify this, but so far I'm willing to buy $41. Pass, also one of the largest silver mines in the country of US, uh, sorry, in the world. So you want to buy it at $22, $23. Um, these are, uh, I would execute this and modify this at current levels or market prices later on. So, um, but take it as it, take the case that uh, basically I'm buying and deploying uh, precious metals. Um, gold miners, this is your 3X leveraged. I believe this is the... Um, GDXU. So in case you do not like to buy a single gold miner, say Newmont or Barrick Gold, you can just simply buy a leveraged ETF. This one, I believe, is a buy at 888 or 9. Even if you have to buy about 9.5, I would say yes. I would be also going long through call options later on tonight, 9.30 p.m. Philippine time. 
Um, I'm long essentially on gold. We do believe that the dollar is topping out. Last week, May 12, was actually the low of the market. Risk assets were actually bottoming out. And this is in tune with the entire index actually hitting a retest only last month, last yesterday. Um, it was supportive with, at thin ice with all the drama in the US, with all these Walmart and Target results hitting the tape on the downside, 90% downtick of stocks. But I've noticed the strength of this sector gold, silver, miners, when everything is falling and collapsing and I see strength on a few names, it actually sticks out. Obviously, it's like the rose among the thorns. And so I can tell you with conviction now that the money is really flowing towards commodities. And the dollar has topped out. And I can tell you as well with conviction why I'm long Aussie dollar and Aussie yen. So I'm long Aussie. Essentially, I'm long commodities. Inflation is out there. Everybody knows that 8%. If the Target and Walmart results were enough um, nail in the coffin, uh, everybody accepts inflation is really spiraling out of control. And the way that you can protect your portfolio is what is a proven um, inflationary hedge, which is still commodities. I do believe money will go out of dollar towards gold. That's why they're going to go out of dollar towards Australian dollar. So we are long Aussie, 70 cents, 69.50. And we just prefer going long uh, Aussie N, but it's okay to go long Aussie dollar. Um, if you want to go long GLD, sorry, I, I, I made the wrong type here. This should be SLV. I'm long gold and silver. I would go long on, on gold and silver tonight. These are position further for gold place. Monthly new month mining chart is very bullish. You could see that this is a six-year, seven-year uptrend. This is the largest gold miner in the world at 66, 68. I think that is a buying opportunity. Take a look that this was a pullback from something like 80s. Uh, I believe that pullback was a matter of forced liquidations, margin calls, you know, hedge funds just freaking long and, and they got killed because um, either they got hit with their algorithmic stops whatsoever. Um, I think the, the baby got thrown out of the bathwater last few weeks without the fundamentals really changing. So everybody knows that when there is um, a dollar change regime, um, weak dollar, weaker dollar would equal to positive flows towards gold. So bullish here, buy them. You can go long stock. You can go long call options. I only bought the shares, but um, it depends. If the call options would be cheap enough, I might go long calls. We'll see. Um, SBLK, time for some 10-year highs. So we're bullish on marine shippers. For those who are new and awesome Tanex, I believe that you can just look back in my uh, marine shipping overweight call. We discussed about GNK, SBLK, NAT, all of these are shippers. Um, the market was chaotic, but you could see that SBLK Starbucks um, was very strong. It was just consolidating near the highs. If that doesn't sound outperformance for you, I don't know if you don't know anything about technicals. The stock has remained high near resistance. Ahem. Ahem, because it's going to go higher. You buy SBLK tonight, 32 33 You can also go long call options at $30. I do believe this is a setup towards multiple year highs. So, um. For exact fundamentals, go for the, um, I believe we talked about this around April. So um, just check about that uh, position. Um, for the oil-related names, I would say that these still are safe havens. Um, although oil as a sector has been very much bid up, there is a reason why NRGU, which is big oil index, is one of the best performing funds this year. That is a triple levered um, 
oil. That was long um, energy stocks like Chevron, Exxon Mobil. We talked about that British Petroleum early part of the year, January. Um, I think that that is fully played out. Not not sure if it's going to continue higher. And I don't really think that you're late if you're going to go long. Um, FENG, which is a diamond back energy. We saw very good numbers on diamond back energy like FANG and Devon, DVN, EOG, MRO. We saw all the results. Um, energy stocks as a whole are, generally speaking, growing strong on their earnings, doing well on their cash dividends. They have repurchase plans, buyback, and paying down debts. Everything that we wanted to, to, to get in a in a bullish stock. So um the only problem I think is that it might be an overcrowded trade, but even if it's overcrowded, the momentum will still stay here. So um if you want energy names, no choice. Um Fang, Devon, these are still generally along. They still are safe havens, and um any dips at $120 for Fang is a buy. Uh, this is more drilling. I was saying that I was buying last week around, oh, not necessarily last week. I think I was buying last, I don't know, but around 440. I was buying 440 here. So there were a lot of dips. Actually, it fell $4, eventually rallied to 550. Um, due to the difficult volatility of the market, I got out, I believe, 4.8 or 4. Point something. Um, I didn't follow my rules, uh, to be honest, because of the volatility of the market, it just went cash. Um, but um, this tells me that you know no no pattern was broken here. Um, these are the oil drillers. We know that Texas is the largest supply reserve for U.S. to address their oil crisis, and we think that the market is going to continue doing that. So BORR, DVN. Um, if you're long them, I am with you. I think that you are right. So you'll continue to get a lot of buyers on pullbacks for these types of names. So the world needs oil. Even if I have to dig the depths of the oceans to get it, the world will do so. So whether it's fracking or getting oil from the oceans, long rig as well. So RIG is trans-ocean. Basically, you're digging up oil from the oceans. Food shortages is a mainstream discussion. We do believe that CF Industries already reported last week very good numbers. We think that this volatility of the market is just a re-entry point for these um, agricultural security firms. So food security is a, is a nationwide problem. And um, we do want to buy this at $97, $100. Any dips of CF or NPR... Um, uh, is a buy. Tonight, John Deere is going to report. I bought some 365 uh, John Deere. I do believe that uh, that earnings result is going to be a good result. And um, you'll just generally see the market flow towards these solutions. Now, I do believe that everyone in the world is chicken little. You can see, and, and I don't mind them for being chicken little. What with all the growth stocks getting carnage? Um, you know, almost all growth stocks were like down 80, 90% owing to very bad results. Some had bad results, some had relatively good results. Um, but even if, no, um, in general, I think that um, because the world was so focused on growth stocks and uh, got gap downs in the same, uh, in their earnings fraud, a lot of traders actually uh, are out, either they're liquidated, forced margin fold or whatsoever. And so I'm seeing a lot of vacuum pack movements on the upside. So traders know how to make money, so you should be making money and deploying longs. Um, let's take a look at some growth names here. Rebounds to note. Last uh, this week, uh, just seven days ago, May 12. Right now, it's May 20. We are seeing a continuous run-up, even on, quote-unquote, bad growth stocks. SoFi went from 590 to 750 Pinterest rallied from 18 to $23. A lot of growth stocks were murdered, carnaged. But we saw the same um, buyers pick up the ashes from the carnage 
Oh wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, wait. Um, I need to share. Um, what's wrong with that? Why can I share a screen? Post disabled participant screen sharing. I'm not a participant. I'm a host. <clears throat> okay, that's weird. Wait up. Let me fix this, huh? Wait long. Um, here. All right, guys. So um, thanks as well for those who are tweeting and retweeting us. Um, of course, my trading um, Twitter profile is at Trader, And you can uh, follow me here and tell your folks or tell your friends to follow us on Awesome TEDx YouTube channel for global market updates. We do believe there is a strong bounce. And uh, last week, we were mentioning Coindays, MicroStrategy, bouncing. Um, just for your um, look, take a look at Newmont Hero 66. This is an exact pullback textbook. Um, you break out, you liquidate all those leverage longs back to the pullback support. You're about $66, $65, and you get another uptrend here. So this is a huge uptrend for gold and gold miners. This is a silver mine. I don't think there is liquidity on silver. But uh, in my view, because silver and gold usually are in lockstep and highly correlated to the upside, also went long here on Fortuna Silver Mines. 3 to 350 is a buying area. Bought some at pre-market already. Um, also just wanted to note a lot of carnage in China, but uh, we've been seeing actually a lot of bottoming action here in a retest. Take note that this was during the delisting fears. Futu rally from 24 all the way to 44. This was a nice retest setup here at 26. And then last night, actually 32 to 33, as Hang Seng Index rallied 10% over bad news. Obviously, we are looking at bad news and we know we don't care about bad news. The market is forward looking. Everybody knows about the COVID lockdowns impacting the GDP of China. The question is, what would China do with all that negative news about manufacturing? And President Xi Jinping already said we're going to increase infrastructure spending, which is actually positive for commodities. That's why since last week, the market was rallying on commodities already. The market was also buying up a lot of your Chinese companies because of, quote-unquote, uh, Premier, Vice Premier Liu He was saying that, or commenting that they were going to ease on the tech crackdown. You've also got JD reporting Better than expected numbers. Obviously, there was a slowdown in their revenue owing to the economy. Um, but in general, you don't bottom on positive news, guys. In a bear market, look at the most pessimistic scenario, COVID lockdowns, shutdowns, and a slight hint of positive news, such as a June reopening of Shanghai, is enough to encourage 10 to 20% rallies. Take note, this is 27 to 33. And ask any opinion channel out there, their opinions that the market's bearish, they're not deployed. Or if they're actually deploying their market, uh, money, I don't think that are that they are deploying longs. Um, they're probably looking to short the market. Well, even if they want to short the market, food to at 30 can go 40 bucks, which is 30% higher. So um, a lot of late Johnny come lately bears, and um, that's not how trading is. Trading is looking at the price, and the price is telling you it's upward. Now, of course, I'm saying that um, consumer defensives are also being shorted out loud. We are short on Altria. We are short on Philip Morris, um, short on Monster Beverage, Coca-Cola, Pepsi's, um, consumer discretionary and consumer defensives 
are a direct result of high commodity prices. We talked about this. We believe that inflation is going to eat up the margins of your Coca-Cola, your Hershey's, uh, you know, even your discounted stores, which are simply just uh, selling a lot of consumer discretionary items. Their margins will be hit because of spending getting shifted towards essentials. And we're saying essentials, uh, that tells us that in general, last this week, we, you saw XLY and what get murdered. And that we believe is vindication for, for the exact um, thesis that inflation is all throughout. Nobody's immune in inflation. And when you see inflation not being immune for any sector, those who are addicted to nicotine, even if they're addicts for cigarettes, will also have either they will eat less or they will smoke less. I don't know what they'll do, but we believe that the sales will actually drop. And so that is actually an opportunity to sell. Now, if commodities as a whole, as we said, are a bullish trend, Aussie dollar is a buying area and the market is following up as well. This was actually a fake breakdown in our view at 70 cents. At 68 cents, it got bought up. That is a turtle soup pattern as what we were saying last week, May 13. If you get back to our results and we, you look back at what we said, May 13 was a turtle soup. May 20 is a vindication for a rally towards this textbook pattern of 72 cents. Now, it you wonder what would happen at 72 cents, but 70 to 72 is 3%, and usually people on commodities are leveraged longs. So that is still a, a, a large move in the commodity space. 68.50 to 69.50, we're seeing that higher lows intact for commodities. Gold here is a commodity long, also buying up. $1,800 was supported. We're seeing 1838 See it going 1900 I'm not sure if it will rally 2000 but 1800 to 1900 is good enough for a commodity long. This is a, a buy on gold. Uh, junior gold miners, this is JNUG rallying from $48 to $52, 13% up last night. This is a double gold bull. Do believe it goes back to 60 and 65 or 70. So any prices, 52, 53, or even 48, are all chances to buy for gold with 1800 acting as support. Um, Grin, grind rod. So we talked about these shippers. This is one of those shippers that has already gone 10x. But if you look at the drivers, the drivers never changed. Uh, marine shipping stocks, in our view, have a unique super cyclical boom. The boom could last two to three years as this commodity super cycle is going to last well, well after 2023. So the thesis is the Russia-Ukraine war isn't going to end in any, in any short time. And so your food crisis, your oil crisis, energy crisis is going to be exacerbated. And everyone who's actually um, benefiting from that inflationary pressure is actually your marine shippers. Those who are uh, sending the tankers uh, from Petrobras, for instance, to China. The, the companies like ZIM, ZIM. Uh, so it's no surprise why ZIM results were doing very well this week. You got ZIM, GOGL reporting very good results. Everyone in the industry is getting um, good results. And um, there is no shame to say that the industry is doing well. And anyone, whether it's the bad stock to the good stock in the marine shipping sector, they're all buys. So shipping stocks like Grin is uh, earnings are shooting up 400%. Actually, that's 10 times better than their usual earnings growth year on year. For the last five years, Grin's earnings was 40% yearly. And you make a super cycle boom. 
Freight rates have gone from $1,000 to $10,000 a pop, even if you're just uh, selling $3,000 for your freight rates. Some of them are locked in. And so um, you do have that balloon of earnings for the next three years. That's why the market is forward-looking. And um, the trend remains your friend, guys. The momentum buys are all in the commodities. Now, um, how about the big three uh, Australian miners that owns all the commodities in the world? Rio, Vale, BHP. Um, we think that these are the big threes that are going to go higher. The dip was actually an opportunity to buy. Um, Vale here at about $16 in New York Stock Exchange is a buy. Also has lavish cash dividends. So we think that the people who are exiting Coca-Cola and Pepsi, where do they go? They're going here. They're going here. Rio Vale BHP is, I think, their destination. That's where the money is flowing into. Buy Vale, buy BHP here about 66, even as it goes to $68. Rio Tinto 68 is a buy. So this, this big three, where the big market caps are, um, this is where the money flow will be. Rio, BHP, Vale. This may not be the largest gain, but uh, check our thesis. If the market is going to go to cash dividend paying companies, these three have that. I think the cash dividend is something like 4 or 5%. Not too huge. That's why um, the, the traders or the speculators are going to go to the marine shippers where the minimum is about 10 to 20% dividend yields. So, um, yeah. Now, we also note that there is a hiding place of some large institutions, which is AMD, NVIDIA, Qualcomm, semiconductors as a whole. Um, yes, we're actually neutral on Soxel, AMD. We said that during the last week, deep dips, uh, $85 of AMD was a buy reco, and indeed it went up to $100. I think any dips of AMD, no matter how volatile the markets will become, is actually supported. That means that your $18 Soxel will continue to be retested, but higher lows. And you saw that already happen. Soxel went from 18 to 24. Any dips at $20 is a buy. You've got AMD, NVIDIA, Qualcomm's all reporting good results. NVIDIA hasn't reported. I think NVIDIA reports June 25. But um, it wouldn't disappoint. The only problem of semiconductors as a whole is they are premium valued. So this is an overcrowded trade. I, I do believe. So you have to trade the range when it comes to AMD, NVIDIA, and Qualcomm. A lot of money has already been here. And um, any rallies, perhaps at 110 on AMD, might actually be taken profit from. I wouldn't short it, but um, profit take at 100 above, sure, go ahead. Uh, uranium is, in my view, the largest, of course, in the world is CCJ. Uh, everybody, perhaps in any uranium ETF, would own Cameco J, largely widely distributed here. Uh, we can see a trading range here. I can see that this is a trade from 20 to 26. I'm not sure if it will go all-time highs. It all depends on what uranium commodity will do. Uh, but this also underlines the, the trend. You can see that nuclear energy, which is a solution, a clean renewable energy, continues to be patronized, um, despite, of course, um, many people rejecting nuclear. Um, I think that uh, it's time that the world also acknowledges that nuclear energy is safe and clean. And as long as you are doing it with safety protocols and not doing it haphazardly, uh, the world will uh, find a way for carbon-free and carbon-free energy. This is a solution. So go in to CCJ. Um, we did cover why we believe uranium and nuclears are going to persist. And it's not just a U.S.-centric phenomenon. It's also Chinese-centric phenomenon. 
pan silver like like buying this twenty three dollars here twenty two sixty so actually um we do believe that this was a Rita sub support I like buying breakdowns especially if it is a failed breakdown you can see that twenty two point six even dropped about twenty one that was a stop out from people who probably were trying to go long here they were setting their stops at uh, at an obvious breakdown and um that is a classic turtle soup pattern guys for those who don't know turtle soup just search it on google uh but basically it's a failed breakdown you buy the failed breakdowns because 60 percent or 80 percent chance of resuming that uptick okay um let's talk a lot about uh wake up so let's take a look at charts here um so um Actively uh, sharing a lot on um, on Faces Trader. Um, today's a Friday. It doesn't matter if we talk about talk our books because it's all. As I said, ideation is nothing without execution. Um, so, JNOG buy, GDXU buy. Dollar tops out. Long Aussie dollar, long Aussie yen. CF, we talked about it, long rig, long bore, long energy. Okay, so this is energy, the best performing fund. I do not know how high oil will be, but I think it's an overcrowded trade. Um, nonetheless, pullbacks will be bought. Um, so energy names like FANG, Devon, MRO, EOG would be bought. This is a good series if you want to know more about how corrupt the nuclear industry was. Um, Meltdown, Three My Island in Netflix is a good watch and the hero is rick parks whistleblower who talked about how um, bad the industry was and how unsafe um nuclear as a whole is a good thing but if people in general are gonna do it haphazardly it will endanger a lot of people's lives radio radioactive um safety precautions cancer so it's a good watch um yeah so we're buying Zim, uh, shipping services, SBLK, GNK, um, simplifying things. Yes, WPM, Wheaton, Precious Metals, New Month uh, is a buy, monthly charts telling you that. Um, also retweeting everyone who's also bullish in gold, um, agree for this. So market caps. So you look at uh, the ones that are still low, low, um, low PE ratios, right? But in general, I don't really look at it that way. Just look at the entire sector. If, if the entire gold sector, the variable is going up, you can just go long the entire industry. doesn't matter if it's the most expensive in the industry or the cheapest in the industry. Um, as long as the variable, which is commodity, is going up. There's a good news to share. Uh, UUU Uranium has secured a land position in Brazil, supplying rare earth production for decades. Closing, we will control a low-cost resource of elements that we can progress, uh, advance, process to advance uh, renewable energy products. Uh, let's read the earnings. Let's read the result here of UUUU. Um, UUU is also a buying area at $6. Even at $6.30, I got in. Uh, ticker symbol is energy fuels, the largest in... Uh, US when it comes to uranium fuels, right? So this one, I think pre-markets are already getting a buy at 6.30. We would look to buy there uh, and buy any, any dips for UUU, energy fuels. Um, let's read the results here. News release uh, just yesterday, May 19. Energy fuels, uh, the company is pleased that it entered a binding agreement to acquire 17 mineral concessions between the towns of uh, Prado and Caravelas in state of Bahia, Brazil, totaling 15,000 hectares, the Bahia project. Based on this significant historical drilling performed year to date, it's believed that Bahia project holds significant quantities of heavy minerals, including monazite that will feed energy fuels, unique uh, 
US-based rare earth element supply chain. So it has not had seen any previous mining and um, we are now getting the valid exploration and mining permits. And uh, Bahia's project is a well-known deposit with over 3,300 historic exploration auger holes drilled to date. Significant titanium, zirconium, monazites. Importantly, it is near the surface. Um, we can easily recover this using standard low-cost sand mining techniques, excavators. Due to the drilling method, um, drilling performed to date only averages five meters deep. Um, no reason to believe that mineralization stops at the water table. Energy fuels um, is um, going to con conduct and perform more work exploring for the next six months and is expected to include a super uh, a comprehensive sonic drilling and geophysical mapping. Guys, I don't claim to know a lot about mining, but um, I think everyone knows that this is a significant um, exploration and acquisition. And uh, let's just read through the president uh, what he said. This is a significant step in energy fuels development as a major global rare earth element producer based in US. The Bahia deposit is well known having excellent potential to produce high-quality ilmenite, rutile, surgon products, low-cost monazite feed that we will fully control. So we have proven our ability to process natural monazite, high-purity, rare, mixed-rare-earth uh, constant carbonate containing about 30 to 34% NDPR. Um, this is a direct positive towards UUU in terms of uranium. So some people are obviously just buying this specific company, but I think that this will actually translate positive towards the sector. Uh, that said, of course, you can just buy UUU per se. A lot of people are asking me, can you just buy this personally? Yes, you can. Just sticker symbol, U, 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 U. And read more into their Twitter file and their own website. America's number one uranium producer. Fuel for carbon-free nuclear energy. Just read through it um, if you want to know more. Um, okay, wait up. And also, they just locked in a lot of metals. A uh, lot of... <clears throat> A lot of people also, of course, discussed this rare earth event. Um, this one had a target price of $13. I don't know um, whether we have to believe that $10 or $13, but a lot of people are positive for energy fuels based on this one. Energy fuels is able to buy this at $27.5 million in cash um, and then various milestones during the due diligence period. Um, a lot of people are bullish actually after that earnings results. I mean, after that uh, news result last night. Okay, um, mm, of course, we're bullish on nuclear. We're, this is um, Bill Gates' uh, company, Terra Power, that he formed in 2006. I think that it's actually um, gives you safety precautions. So, yun, um, nuclear innovation, developing advanced nuclear reactors. Um, new contracts are now up to 1.8 million pounds with the U.S. nuclear utility signed this morning, May 19. Starts 2026. So monazite is advanced discussions for supply. Lots of uh, positive movement here on uranium, CCJ, um, Eurodips. If you want to just buy um, the ETF, you can just buy this one, URA, Global Uranium ETF. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a it, it's not a problem to me if you're buying Eura or URNM or UUUU. Depends on CCJ, whatever you wish. Um, yeah, so bullish on these things, a lot of, lot of bullishness uh, here. So shippers, no? So looking at all the shipping stocks, we're bullish on all of them. Nat, GOGL, 16, 
Zim, $63.66. Diana Shipping, $5.50. Eagle Bulk Shipping, $65. Starbucks, $30. GNK, which is um, Genco Shipping, also by $22.23. Um, leading everywhere in the world, I agree. Uh, so shipping stocks, we talked about them, that it is leading everywhere, not just in U.S. It's an industry worldwide phenomenon. So Orient Overseas rally 20 to 240, 12x move. Grind rod, 10x move. You've got ICT in the Philippines also rallying 60 to 200 because all of it has to do with freight rates, the same variable. Um, Take note here as well, Chinese stocks are rallying. As I said, this is a higher low. I believe this has to do with the commentary of Xi Jinping and Vice Premier Liu He. So you might see this rally to 21 to 22K. And I'm seeing actually yin go up from about 3 to 390. Any dips actually is being bought. Um, prefer to buy JD. So I've been buying 9618 in Hong Kong. Um, looks like this is a buying pattern here at 50 to $52 if you wish to buy some Chinese issues that are also positive earnings results. Let's give you uh, more ideas here. Uh, so yeah, stick out. No? In a world where you do have very few leaders, um, GOGL does stick out. Marine shippers carrying all the oil in the world. Um, they didn't get killed. That's also important. Now, um, so we continue. I do believe that we continue to have a bear market rally in place. As to how high this moves, today is options expiry. And... Um, Usually in options expiry, we do believe that those who have put options, usually they roll over their position. But it's going to be um, also some, some people are also going to close their, sell, their puts. Uh, thereby, they're going to be, by closing their puts, they have to be selling your puts. If they bought the put, they do have to sell put. And um, that is uh, the reason why these have been rallying last night. So, of course, Grab last night rallied. Mostly because narrowing losses, so positive earnings results. That said, no, Grab has a lot of selling pressure at $4. Um, sweet Greens, I don't believe in that. I would be a seller of Sweet Greens at 27 and 28. A continuous rally of Sweet Greens is a seller rating for me. Unity, I think, can rally to about $50 or maybe $55. I wouldn't chase this rally, but for those who did enter Unity, we were buying Unity $33, a few uh, a few days ago. So very strong movements on Unity, Shopify. Um, these are bad earnings results, but uh, we, we saw the market actually buy up and uh, get, or, add, or rather it was a covering, short covering move. Uh, mostly short covering move, I believe. For you, you, you see that in Unity, Shopify, Upstart, bad numbers, but was being bought. I mean, the worst stock in China, like Tal, going up. So it tells you that junk stocks were being bought, like Rivian. Um, these are... Junk stocks. Uh, everyone's been shorting them. And the reason why they were up was just covering. So all of these are going to be reshorted, obviously, when the market pops out. If you ask me how high will the market rally, um, I don't know. But uh, you take it one step at a time. But you've got some resistance pressures here at 12.6 and 13.2. So right now, you're seeing 12,050. This was a retest here at about 11.7. Recently, it was retested again, 11.5, 11.7 here for your NASDAQ. So um, in the short term, you may rally. And what we know here is a bear market rally. But these bear market rallies are still money makers. Um, you'll notice that while the NASDAQ is very uh, chaotic, the charts I mentioned, which were commodities, are very much in a bullish trend and momentum high. So um, it also tells you the outperformance. Uh, usually, if you're really sticking to your long side, just stick to where we think the money's flowing into, which is commodities. 
commodities is where you hide. And these ones, well, they're, they'll rally, but they will be shorted yet again. So right now, uh, crypto and NASDAQ is in a bear market rally. How high would Bitcoin go? Uh, 33, 34,000, you've got 36,000. You've got uh, an, a vacuum pack here. This vacuum is where you, you will observe resistances. And that's when you will find out. You don't need to predict. You just need to observe and see how high these rallies will go. And that means that with Bitcoin rallying, that means your MSTR and Coinbase would rally. I'll beat, I would say that the rally of Coinbase would be stuck here at about 95. If you're looking for a short arena for Coinbase, if it rallies 95, I would short it. Um, there's a lot of uh, short covering action here. So MicroStrategy, a good short would be about 267 to 350. So it can, it can rally. In general, um, Short covering rally can persist 20% further. So um, yeah, that, that's what I see. The, the worst crap companies are going to rally 20-30% just as, as a result of short covering. Um, let's take a look at the current markets today. So these are the commodities where we want to buy. Um, I'll wait for BOR to go below 5 if there's an entry. If it doesn't, then it doesn't matter because there are many companies that we could buy in the shipping space. Um, yeah, so there's still a lot of buys, lots of supports on commodities. Let me take a look at what's happening right now with Chinese-related names. I think they're gap up. Uh, major gap up, yeah. Yen is going up 4%. Yeah, so I'm also bearish on some Chinese names. This is a rally to short, but uh, I would wait for it to rally um, another 10 to 20% before you initiate a sell on them. Rallies in place. Um, we have a rally in our hands and um, it's up to you on how to maximize the rally. Let me see what's happening today on your big caps. Let me take a look at the pre-markets as well. Um, software names. So this is a rally. This is a triggered, uh, this is a short covering move. Cloudflare, Fastly, Azana, Sentinel1, Shopify, GMEs, DocuSigns. Yeah, these are all short covering plays. All right, so pre-markets are already seeing more short covering action for options expiry. Okay, Palo Alto Networks, HANEP, 11% up. Okay, um, let me just check. We're bearish on the sector of hotels, tourism, and consumer discretionary. Rallies on Airbnb, we would love to short. Actually, just waiting for Airbnb to go 120, 130, 140 for good entries to short. Um, I am bearish on all the, uh, no, the, the biotechs. Just waiting for it to rally. But uh, no, no plans to enter those. If I'd enter, I'll wait for a short arena. Uh, let me just take a look at the you know, at um movements. So. Uh oh. As for C Limited, let me just give a quick commentary. Yeah, we looked at C Limited, very good numbers this week, 
but uh, it is of course in a growth stock carnage you might see uh, some resistance here at 90 to 100 but um we do believe that drops of se at about 75 76 78 are being bought so this is a flag formation i sorry uh, it's not a flag formation eh. um it's trying to bottom out uh, i'm i'm sorry wrong term so this is uh trying to carve a bottom it could retest 70 or 65 uh just try to tranche your entries but um this was a huge sell-off due to the drops of most e-commerce names people got scared of amazon etsy shopify all of these mercado libre the entire e-commerce sector was all negative um but shop uh and but c limited actually defied gravity so have to say that um these is still a buying area this would be a good entry Next week, uh, Zoom video reports, June 1. Um, this is it, June 1. Think that people uh, are looking to buy um, at 80s and 90s. Not sure what's going to be the reported earnings, but um, I would lean on to a long on Zoom at 80 to 90, owing to the fact that they have cash. But I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, but, but I think that there is some buying action here on Zoom due to their cash flows. It's trading at about, at 90, it's trading at about six times free cash flows. It's not bad in terms of FCF. Of course, six times free cash flows can be lower. I'm also looking to buy um, neutral on NASDAQ, but uh, we're bullish on Facebook. Facebook here about 190 is a buying area. We look at these um, big caps. There's Rita's on, uh, that's just very uniquely dramatic now. There's a lot of uh, drama right now with Elon Musk. Uh, you know, the, the Democrats are now suing him for sexual harassments, which never happened before, just because I think um, he believes in some free speech for Twitter platform. Um, remember that uh, Twitter used to ban uh, Trump. Either way, um, I look at this and Tesla has a ton of support here at 620. Any dips, a break of 680, 690 would still not prevent me to buy more on Tesla at 620. People have been asking me uh, about Apple. Just wanted to give a quick commentary here. Apple is breaking down here to 138, although what we've seen on previous breakdowns is that it has been usually a false breakdown, and it is a false alarm. So I think that Warren Buffett and even Apple himself, um, with their $90 billion buyback program, is going to squeeze the bears and actually buy somewhere to 133 to 136. Um, for it to go 123, it's more of a very steep drop for apple but that said i do think that uh, apple would have tons of resistance here at 151 to 155 just like what happened with amazon which actually is still in a very huge breakdown here at 27 21 to 26 or 25 that could happen um but you you are seeing um in general lower highs for nasdaq uh so you you are uh, well i am bearish on Nasdaq, but I'm also equally of the view that you're oversold in the short term that you will rally first before you go down to new lows. So Amazon here about 2.1 can rally to about 2.4. You've got Apple that can rally to about uh, from 1.35, it can rally to about 1.50. Uh, Google, how high could it bounce if you're asking me? At 2.2, it can bounce about 2.350. Uh, Tesla could bounce to about $800. Um, so Apple, Microsoft can bounce about $270, right? So um, they, they did well on their acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Um, Cloud has, do, has done well. So you would see a lot of supporters on Microsoft, in my view, here about $245 to 270 
you see uh, a bottoming action on Netflix, people are happy enough to buy Netflix back at 170, 185, simply because Netflix has been laying off employees. Netflix has also been cutting down a lot of shows that are um, not getting the ratings, especially the LGBTQ woke shows. Um, and I think that is a step in the right direction. And Netflix is launching um, their ad tier move, uh, their low tiers, uh, ad supported this end of the year. Um, I don't fully understand the the Buffett, the Warren Buffett buying um, buying Paramount Global. But I think it is a nod towards the entire streaming segment. That uh, So this was the 15% up for Paramount Global, owing to the fact that Mr. Warren Buffett bought a stake, $3 billion. Um, I'm not somebody who likes to parrot uh, a, a well-known uh, investor. But um, to me, that is a nod, a good thing to see that Warren Buffett is deploying towards streaming. Um, I, I would have to also say that Warren Buffett's uh, big investment in BYD is paying off very, very well. You can see that BYD just reported very good results. Um, the best in Chinese vehicles, uh, the entire auto industry is going down except for BYD and Tesla. So I might say, I might say fundamentally that only 1211 and Tesla are worth investing upon in the electric vehicle space. And dips have been really bought. Imagine that from about 210 to 280, 270. Um, quite an amazing rebound for BYD. Um, we can see that um, dips are being supported here for, for this EV, 1211, which owns their own batteries. No? So just like Tesla, these are um, where money is hiding upon. The best of the best, the high quality names. So no problem with that. Um, ganda rin, uh, I, I don't have it, but uh, I'm observing. I'm seeing where the money is flowing into high quality names, it's, it's flowing into some EVs. Because uh, I think everyone knows that uh, China is supportive of their own. And um, if they have their own Tesla, it would be 1211. So hat tip for um, Berkshire for being early on to 1211. They have a lot of 1211 at $8. Uh, they bought it in 2009, 2000. Yeah, I think that was, I remember it was about $8. We'll see. Let's take a look. What what time was this $8? I think it was a financial crisis, year 2008, 2009. Here. Sorry, not $8. This was it. $8, 9 until 24 Warren Buffett was buying this. Yeah, I remember. Oh, So head uh, heads up. Um, if you're a big Warren Buffett fan, congrats to you. I don't know if you're going to buy Para, Paramount Global. Haven't studied it, so I can't comment. Uh, we do note that uh, Warren Buffett has been deploying and amidst uh, all this uh, energy shortage. He bought a lot of Oxy, Occidental Petroleum. So far, so good. He's doing well on Oxy. Uh, we think that the market is very much in, in line with him buying a lot of these um, energy names. Oxy doing well. I think Dan Lowell also bought a lot of um, Shell. Not sure if they bought Royal Dutch Shell, but RDS, I think. Was it Royal Dutch Shell? RDSB? RDSA? Royal Dutch Shell. Well, all time highs. Uh, no change in view, diba? So the market is obviously hiding in these places. So to say that the money is just going to be in cash is ludicrous. 
because uh, the money is really in commodities, energy names. So use any dips in the commodity space to, to, to accumulate your longs. And that's it. Thank you very much. See you again next week for another free Friday class. And for those who are um, members of Awesome Tenex, thanks for patronizing. And those who want to register and uh, come to class, go awesometenex.com. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.